everyone, you've made it to season three of Old Dirty Benches. Are you here to listen to white collar criminals get roasted? Then you're at the right place. And here's JD to tell you all about what we do here. What's up, Dirty Benches? If you came here for laughs, shit talking, to hear about wiener schnitzel, or our menopause bellies, then you came to the right place. On ODB, we talk about white collar crime, which costs the country upwards of 300 to 600 billion every year. What, what? That's crazy. Tell me more. White collar crime is typically orchestrated by those in occupational positions with the opportunity to commit these crimes. These crimes include insider trading, fraud, tax evasion, bribery, price fixing, and of course, corruption. We will discuss real cases, related articles, podcasts, and documentaries, movies related to the crime. Occasionally, we may sprinkle a movie review in. Our theme song is performed by Good Co. You can find them on YouTube. And don't forget to like, subscribe, or leave us a review anywhere you stream your podcasts. And Patty. And yes, hello. Hello, good morning. Good morning, good morning. Um, I was listening to Dudesy recently. Okay. I haven't listened in a while. Uh, yeah, I actually got... Since uh, I'm done painting. Oh, okay. I not listen <laughs> as much. I actually listened to a lot of podcasts over the last week. Dropped some reviews. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Um, all positive. All positive. Who yeah. would have thunk? <laughs> You're great. <laughs> Keep up the good work. <laughs> if I could, I'd give you a sticker star. Ghost. <laughs> um, More people need to be like you is all I have to say. Instead of, oh, it sucks. You talk to me. You laugh a lot. And, uh, quit, quit giggling. Whatever. Um, yeah. Move on. Mm-hmm. I want you anti-laugh people. Exactly. Um, <laughs> or anti-tangents. And <laughs> or people getting on them because they're doing, like, promotions during the podcast episode, trying to, like, earn a little bit of money. I'm like, well, they could be We're charging just jealous. you. I know. <laughs> no, I thought, I think it's cool. You know, if you can. Wiener Schnitzel, where are you? I know. I'm in our sponsorship. I'm, like, waiting. <laughs> Any day now. Free fries. I keep They're expecting like, We can't email. afford it. <laughs> we go broke. <laughs> the amount you talk about us without having an endorsement is frightening. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's funny is uh, so this is JD of Old Dirty Benches podcast. Um, what happened on Dudesy, though? Oh, Did yeah. I take you off. Sorry. Your Tang- yes, because do. you started talking about Wiener Schnitzel. And then I was going <laughs> to say. Oh, yeah, uh, for our anniversary, one of our, so we kind of celebrated over the course of a weekend. But um, your wedding anniversary? Yes. Oh, uh, congratulations. Thank you. I did not know it was your anniversary. That's okay. That's all right. Um, we decided to go to Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> oh, how romantic. Because I've uh, converted. And then we had to take off our wedding ring because <laughs> our hands were puppy. Because <laughs> we got all puppy. That's what happens to me. We were bloated. I know. <laughs> You know what else does that? Squeezed cheese. Oh, yeah. Squeezed cheese. Yeah, that does it too. No, uh, Dudesy. 
uh, Will Sasso cracks me up the whole time. And I then, know. of course, Chad's he's, funny. He's funny. Um, but when he starts doing, like, his um, impersonations and stuff, oh, my God, I can't stop laughing. He's so funny. Like, I guess he was just, like, in Mexico filming some two movie. Two dudes shitting around. Yeah, it's two gals <laughs> shitting around. And then, <laughs> then he broke out into song, and I was like... Um, Thinking that maybe we could do the same thing. Uh, but he said, um, he That's was like, pod show, out. pod show gals. I want to be a pod show gal. <laughs> he didn't say it like that, though. But that was. <laughs> and cue the lawsuit from the village people. <laughs> there you have it that's our new theme song oh my gosh well luckily you are a pod show gal you I don't know. have to do anything special but okay. buy all this equipment and put it together <laughs> throw it out there oh my god yeah <laughs> so i have a funny tangent yes story please. about my granddaughter to tell oh my gosh so this I, little girl's we funny. had a, sl- a sleepover with her and her mom okay and then i had her that whole day so that's why we couldn't record but okay um, <laughs> she wanted to watch Scooby Doo, <clears throat> oh. a Scooby Doo movie. And Wait, I was like, yes, please. The I older love one, or no, it's a new one. Okay, okay, uh, it's on HBO. Okay, got it. And uh, she'd already seen it, but she wanted me to watch it. And I was like, okay, sure, I love Scooby Doo. So in the so- movie room, of course. Okay, and as soon as we start watching, she goes, "That kid's involved." <laughs> That's not a spoiler. And I go, that absolutely is a spoiler. And then she goes, I don't know what a spoiler is. <laughs> that kid is so awesome. And I just died oh laughing. My God. I go, well, let me tell you, that is a spoiler. <laughs> when you... you tell a big plot point, that is a spoiler. Oh, my God. I don't know what a spoiler um, is. <laughs> I don't, yeah, what's a spoiler? <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? She's, She's so, so cute. She's adorable. She is something uh, else. She lost another tooth. So oh, she... she's missing four now. Oh wow. Toothless. She's got that toothless grin yeah, going like, on. She has to eat things like with the oh, side yeah. of her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's so funny. She's like got Benjamin Button right now. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah, I always like the you know, when you see kids in elementary school and stuff like that, and they're like, their teeth are falling out, of course. Uh-huh, they're, they're, and they're getting their big, goofy yeah. teeth. So then, they're... like, they go in for school pictures, and it's, like, always, you know what I mean, in the front. Caddy and... Wampus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn it. So Somebody funny. burn that picture. <laughs> <laughs> no. This is the greatest. Oh, my gosh. She's adorable. Yeah, so that was funny. Cool, man. That's cool. Uh, I always remember when you first got Romeo, and um, I was talking to you, and I could hear in the background, and you were like basically saying that he was possessed or whatever. By st- <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, he would do that, which he still does. <laughs> yeah. He's evil. She Chihuahua. Was, <laughs> she was in the background, like, "Be gone, Satan! <laughs> I command you!" Oh my god, that kid's funny. She is something else. Yeah, she's cute. She's smarter than all of us. She's We're cute. doomed. Mm-hmm. Doomed. <laughs> she's so funny. But what's a spoiler? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what a spoiler is. <laughs> At least she admits it. I know. That's so funny. I'm like, that is exactly what a spoiler is. <laughs> That kid's involved. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, brother. (laughs) That's like, so 
sometimes uh, our youngest will come down and he'll be like, I want you guys to watch this movie. <laughs> or like, have you seen it? And he's like, no. We're like, okay. Well, of course he has. So we sit down and we start watching it. He's like, oh, this is a good part. And we're like, we thought you didn't see it yet. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, you know. That's awesome. You're like, lies. <laughs> Does he think that you'll say no if he's already? I don't know. Maybe I. I have. We haven't figured it out. That's We're trying so to like funny. figure it out. But yeah, that happens quite a bit. <laughs> he's like, I bet you twenty bucks that this is gonna happen. I know. <laughs> My husband's like, don't say anything. <laughs> <gasps> Our the dead giveaways when they're like, oh, watch this part. Watch this part. <laughs> Like, I'm watching the whole thing. <laughs> You're like gonna get up to go get like extra popcorn. They're no. like, don't leave, don't leave. This is a good part. <laughs> we just went to see Bullet Train yesterday. Oh my gosh, he's gonna go watch it this weekend. It's really good. Okay, cool. We really liked it. Yeah. To me, it was like a combination of what did I say? Now it's going away from me. Like Deadpool. Oh, okay. It kind of looks a little bit like that. What else did I say? Oh, well, I shockingly forgot, but okay. it's like that. It's good. It's funny. It's very, okay. Brad Pitt's really good in it. Yeah, I seen that he was in there. I think Sandra Bullock. Uh-huh. Well, her voice. Just her voice? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot who else I seen in the trailers, but. um, Two guys you don't know. <laughs> Another guy you don't know. <laughs> Two guys shitting around. <laughs> It was um, really a girl that's in some stuff. <laughs> Thanks. I'm very helpful. <laughs> yeah. That guy from that show. I really want to see it now. <laughs> Directed by that other guy. <laughs> uh, it was good. Oh, my I God. Liked it. Cool. It was action-packed. And you would love it because it's, oh, Kill Bill. That's the other one. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like those two. Oh, okay. Like a mishmash of that. Because it's got uh, a lot of gory violence. Oh, well, that's right up my alley. Yeah. So so you will love it. Cool. We'll probably have to check it out. Um, Predator, the new one just released on Hulu. So, yes. And it looks good. Oh, boy. It's like, uh, like, I What's think it, called? it takes place in North America. 2000. No, Predator. It's like just Predator, I think. Huh. And um, it's got like, it, or it features, looks like it features indigenous people. <laughs> that guy and that other guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, on okay. Hulu, I'm in. Yeah, it's on Hulu. So uh, just released on Friday. Um, I didn't even know. It was a thing. We're going to watch it. So, Which is shocking because I log in the hours on the, sh- the On the Hulu and the Netflix and the TV, I generally know. speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know when you're watching TV because I will get a text that says, you need to watch blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm like, she's I'm like, watching something. I gotta think about it <laughs> while it happens. Um, we just finished that Blackbird show. On- oh, okay. Mm-hmm, that's good. Yeah, I heard that's good too. That's mm-hmm. getting good reviews. Have not watched it yet. It's disturbing. You'll love it. Okay, good. True crime too. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Ah. Oh. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, I have been watching some true crime, not a whole bunch, but some. Um, so today we are, of course, this is season three, episode two. It sure is. Um, we are gonna be doing a white collar crime. 
And we are going to be talking about uh, Gregory, <laughs> Gregory Allen here. Smith and um, Not his... David Allen Greer, Gregory <laughs> Allen Smith. <laughs> and his now sidekick, uh, Mr. Kirby John H. Caldwell. Um, and Good this, <laughs> I think, you know, uh, Kirby popped up. I was actually looking up uh, somebody else, another um, mega church pastor um he probably got this because of like jim baker and other yeah, stuff we've already probably looked yeah like uh looked up so on your algorithms like okay yeah there you go <laughs> another corrupt one yeah so kirby john um he is a or was anyways he's been booted from the church um mega church pastor who had previously spiritually advised uh both George W. Bush and Barack Obama. Praise oh, Jesus and no. hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. Yep, that's what happens. The um, end. You know, end of story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is so weird. I know. Dude. I know we've talked about this before, like with the whole church thing, like the um, Jim Watch Baker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the the pay to pray stuff but mm-hmm. uh it was interesting for this one because um you know he's well recognized and then of course um prayed with a couple of our previous presidents yeah and then so he, went on you think he's a legitimate quote unquote yeah you're like he's but a good guy what yeah, I he's know. a shyster. I know. So weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Gregory Allen Smith uh, was described by the SEC as a self-described financial planner. <laughs> I know, right? And by that I mean I scam you out of your money. <laughs> I plan to take your money. Um, and the financial industry regulatory authority has barred him. Um, and his uh, broker-dealing business since 2010. So Smith is he the founder. Got barred. Yeah, That's he got barred. Bad, look who still has their law license, Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> he also um, goes by Nosferatu. <laughs> anyway, I oh digress. Oh, my God. Yeah, that guy. Um. So Smith is the founder of the Greg Smith Financial Group in Louisiana, mm-hmm. which I saw has an F rating from the Better Business Ooh. Bureau. Um, <laughs> a message on the company website tells clients to, and I quote. Run away! Don't give me anything! <laughs> it says, quote, count on us to guide you to a sound and secure financial future, end quote. Hmm. Okay. Of course. Red flag. Just disregard that F. F is for fun. Because <laughs> we're friends. And friendly. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like I had mentioned, Kirby um, is a pastor, and he was uh, down in Houston, Texas. That's where mm-hmm. his church was located. He oversaw the 16,000-member Windsor Village United Methodist Church, uh, and I believe it was founded in 1982. And he had uh, basically grown 
over the time period when he first became pastor there, the membership. So, um, so let me guess. He was charismatic. Nobody. I didn't read anywhere in the articles where somebody's. I mean, I'm assuming he he was. was. He had to have been right for him to garner that much membership and grow it. And then, of course. And then uh, scam people. It's a thing. And then, of course. a little whiteboard that's covered up by a pillow. That pillow is going to be a present. Um, For Kim. Yes, for her birthday. Which luckily she birthday. doesn't listen to this. I know she doesn't. So we well, can tell her. And this I will... got her a scarf from London. Oh, okay. Try to fucking one up me. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. How am I supposed to? Sorry, God. Sorry, uh, God. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Um, <laughs> I repent. I repent on my sins. I gotta go to confession today. Um, yeah, dude. A scarf from London? Yeah, when I went Okay, there, so she went to this really cute haberdashery store, oh and I was like, Whatever. oh, what can I get? Okay, so I got you a Paris picture, so don't You feel did, bad. but still, though, like, she's going to get your gift and then see mine and be like, fuck that bullshit. <laughs> like a little kid. <laughs> Bing! She might not like it. You don't know. Okay. She'll like that, though. That's cool. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I'll give her mine later. <laughs> Here, I didn't want the rest to feel bad <laughs> about mine being from London and all. Oh my God! You hear? You see what I have to deal with, people, listeners? Jesus. Okay. Anyway, sorry, back God, again. To Kirby John. Or um, whatever. yeah, Kirby. Wyclef okay, John. What's <laughs> Okay, so he was also, or he became an operator at Smith Financial Group. So Kirby led the religious services at both of Bush's inaugurations and presided over his daughter Jenna's wedding in 2008. So this guy's got some street cred, man. Right? Like he is in so the that's inner where circles. Bush known from Texas? I think so, yeah. Because, okay. mm-hmm. of course, and he's a big deal down there in Texas. Scammers? Just kidding. <laughs> I don't know who is in politics. Um, So Kirby led the religious services. Oh, excuse me. I already read that part. In fact, when when Bush was trying to appeal to the black voters, Mm -hmm. Kirby supported him and used his influence to help appeal to those voters. What a guy. Yep. Um, He spoke at the Republican convention in 2000. Kirby was responsible for starting several outreach programs in Texas. So he did do some good here. Okay. All right. It's not all bad. No, not all bad. There's some shades of gray, right? We talked about this before on uh, past podcast episodes. So he also assisted the Bush administration in allowing religious groups to offer uh, more social programs, right? So he um, worked with Bush during his time in office to develop uh, more social programs. Okay. He supported Mr. Obama when he ran for president in 2008 and was part of a small... That's surprising to me. So he... He was pro Republican, but then he was like, uh, "Brock looks like he's going places." I'm gonna be friends with him. <laughs> I think he's happened? he's probably pro politics, right? He's pro power. Um. Well, you know what's funny is I uh, just we're just gonna tangent a little bit here. <laughs> Why not? Um, because we're talking about religious and uh, Kirby is an act 
he is uh, instrumental in the black religious community. I was just listening to a podcast um, that's called The Argument that was kind of discussing uh, religious, um, basically like religious white nationalism, right? So they're having a discussion about that. But uh, there was also an individual on there who's uh, wrote a couple different books. I encourage you to listen to the podcast, um, the episode in particular, because it it discusses um, like uh, the the black community and their religious perspective um, in understanding that really like uh, politics and religion should be separate, but. They also say, like, but what if we looked at it from this point of view, in particular when we're talking about social programs? So because they tend to lean left or vote Democrat, right? Um, so I think having said that. Who, does? Who leans left? Um, probably the black community, the religious black community. Oh, you think so? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I don't know why anyone's voting right, but that's just me. <laughs> Well, and, and also like Victor Orban, really? That's who you have at your convention? Yeah. Are dude. You, was Hitler unavailable? That's why. <laughs> I mean, they're not even trying to hide it, dude. I know, dude. It's uh, a little I bit I don't get scary. it. Well, and don't tell me I'm conservative because these motherfuckers are crazy. They're not conservative. They want to oh, no. take us to like the 20s yeah. people. Well, and like I think uh, they played a sound clip um, of Marjorie Taylor Greene saying oh, brother. that um, she said exactly what Hitler said, right? A or religious nationalist. And I was yeah. like, um, you're so also... Uh, white supremacist. Yeah. Um, Not but, even trying to hide it. Nope. Not even. Um, so anyway, I'm digressing already. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, that particular episode was good because it kind of highlights how um, they do stay involved in politics somewhat, you know, especially uh, when it comes to like social programs and stuff. So I don't know if, if that's where Kirby's coming from. And that's why he's both supported Republican and Democrat um, presidents, you know, it's sort of that nonpartisan. And of course, you know, uh, eventually he becomes corrupt and fraudulent. Um, so he doesn't want to be biased, right, people? Um, hey, money's anyways. money. <laughs> take money. it from either side. <laughs> yeah, that's <right>. Okay. <laughs> now that we've established that. Um, he sounds great. Tell me more, though. <laughs> what? So, what? <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, he supported Mr. Obama, um, President Obama, when he ran uh, in 2008 and was uh, part of a small circle of Christian pastors because President Obama, um, his family are Christian. Um, They would pray with him sometimes in person at the uh, White House and sometimes over the phone. So they would have like, I guess, conference calls and stuff Mm -hmm. and then pray for him, you know, when he needed a little bit of spiritual guidance and stuff. So he also served on a task force that advised uh, President Obama on fatherhood and healthy families because, of course, some of their programs were focused or geared towards that. But wrong with this part of yep, right? He's still, I mean, there's still some good here. Um, but however, then came an opportunity that old Kirby could not pass up. This is where (laughs) Mr. Smith enters and he's like, Hey, hey, sir, I've got something that you might want to be interested in. No, I really don't know how they met. 
Um, I was trying to figure that out through different articles. That, that's been sealed. I know. <laughs> it's not clear to me um, how they, I don't know if like somehow Mr. Smith showed up at his church and then they got in conversations over a potluck and he was like, hey, I've got this great opportunity. <laughs> it was a sewing circle. I don't know. Sure. Sewing circle. <laughs> <laughs> They're making quilts. Yep. Um, like, hey, check this out, buddy. We can stick money in these things. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Mr. Smith uh, had told potential clients that by investing money with him and Mr. Caldwell, who uh, uh, Mr. Smith had a master's degree from the Wharton Business School at the University of Pennsylvania, by the way. Like, these people aren't dumb. <clears throat> yeah, he had worked in... Um, the financial industry for a little bit of time now, right? So he's established some, he's got some uh, knowledge and expertise, uh, but he had told clients that they would obtain partial ownership of bonds that would uh, receive or quickly receive exponential returns on their investment investments, right? Okay, so the bonds, which, Here we go. which were issued by the- You're going to get a- a return of 50%. <laughs> People, can we just say again, like, what? If it's too good, something is up, okay? Uh, yeah. You're probably in some sort of pyramid situation. Yes. Yeah. Please um, continue. I'm just putting it out there. You're good. Uh, so the bonds were issued by the former Republic of China before it lost power to the communist government in 1949. Um yeah, so here's the thing. <laughs> if there's documents or like bonds or something like that that was recognized at one time by one government but is now defunct, it's probably useless, right? But I get it, you know, like Google these, it. <laughs> these people, <laughs> you know, like they, they prayed or targeted uh, senior citizens, like elderly uh-huh. people that probably were not you know, savvy. knowledgeable. Yeah, savvy. <laughs> you bitch. That's a callback to a previous episode. Um, <laughs> but these bonds are, like, not recognized by the current Chinese government, and they have absolutely no investment value, like none zilch. Um, so, of course, the Republic of China lost to um, the People's Republic of China, uh, during the country's civil war, which ended in 1949, and uh, a lot of people had to flee to Taiwan. Uh, the government still operates out of Taiwan, but, um, and as we all know, the U.S. and most other countries don't recognize the Republic of China as an official state. Um, Taiwan, still trying to get out from under China's thumb as we speak and right. establish themselves as an independent country. So... <clears throat> Even the SEC doesn't recognize them as anything other than memorabilia. So, like, these things are collector's <laughs> items. Worth, like, a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> collector's items. Uh, I mean, this is something, yeah, like, that you purchase for, like, a dollar, you know, maybe five bucks or something. And then you frame it and you're like, oh, you know, these used to be worth quite a bit of money at one point. Um, they're part of history. So, the two... Um, Greg and Kirby uh, even told the investors at one point that they are backed by silver and gold. So (laughs) 
As a result, of course, of their scheme, some of the investors lost their entire life savings. Yeah, that's the thing. I know. Many, and you're like taking advantage of old people. That's I not know, right. Man. And <coughs> like me. we've been talking about many of the clients were elderly and retired. And so those who did not have uh, money readily available were encouraged to cash out other investments that they had so that they could participate in the scheme. So Kirby and Greg were actually telling them, no, like if you've got these other retirements, just cash them out, invest with us, you're going to make a lot of money. So that's what they did. So the victims were also provided with a participation agreement indicating that if the sale of the bonds failed to occur within a certain number of days, the invested funds would be returned. They told the victims that they were risk-free and guaranteed. So, Which isn't a thing. No, it's, it's In not. Investing, no, it's a risk, right? You're basically right. like, it's legalized so gambling. Right there is a huge... No, I know. Uh, yeah, but you know, like like we're saying, they're preying on older people right. that aren't probably as knowledgeable about this stuff, of course. and are trusting because here's a pastor who's well known throughout the state Gross. and in the nation because he's yeah, and you see him with the president, so you're like, oh, this guy's legit. Yeah, praying, right? Well, depending on what president, but yeah. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Some would make me more uh, cautious, cautious, but I that's know, man. not right. I'm that's with you. Right. I'm with you. Totally. 100%. Sad, dude. Sad days. <laughs> Hashtag sad. I know. Um, after Smith made the fraudulent pitch, victim investors who believed and trusted Smith agreed to invest in those bonds. So, um, so what? You probably don't know this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Did anyone say like, huh, this says from a government that's no longer going. So is that I, is that like a thing? Are these going to work? I don't know. Like I Nobody didn't see question that. I didn't see anything in the articles or in um the justices like <laughs> report that they file. Like, that wouldn't put a little yeah, like somebody wasn't like, hey, I don't think these are valid anymore. Yeah. yeah. I don't believe anybody did that. But I didn't see anything nobody in the articles. Nobody that already ha- gave them their money. Correct. Yeah. Boo. Yeah. So um, oh the victims were instructed to wire funds to various bank ag- accounts held by or controlled by Caldwell or his representative. The funds were then divided between Smith and Caldwell and others. So there was a, a couple other people that were involved in the scheme. <clears throat> Smith received 1.8 million of the total 3.5 million and used it to pay down loans, purchase two luxury sport utility vehicles. <laughs> put- I think also a good idea is to ask someone like to give you a list of their assets when they want you to <laughs> give them money to invest. I know, right? Like that um, should have to be a thing where you like like all the debt yes. that they have. Uh, yeah, because um, all these people just start going hog wild and buying cars and shit, jewelry, yes, uh, property. Yeah, so he placed horses. Oh wait, that was someone else <laughs> at the casinos. Um, yeah, so he placed a down payment on a vacation property. It didn't say where. And it helped to maintain his his lavish lifestyle. 
Uh, so the victims never received the promised returns from these Chinese oh, bonds, right. of course. And then he disappeared. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Smith and Caldwell, of course, promised high rates, um, sometimes three to 15 times the value of the investment. So not 50%, but pretty high. Um, instead of investing the funds, uh, of course, they used the money to buy other shit. So. Right. Yeah. Um, so Mr. Caldwell was indicted by a federal grand jury in 2018. So this happened like not too long ago wow. and pleaded guilty in March to conspiracy to commit wire fraud. And then um, later on, uh, the judge who ruled on this case sentenced Mr. Caldwell to six years in prison and one year of supervised release. So Mr. Caldwell was ordered to pay about $3.5 million in restitution and a $125,000 fine. But did he have that money? Um, I don't know. Because a lot of times they don't. Or like they try to sell their shit and it comes up way less. Or they go so like or declare once. bankruptcy or something like that. Uh, yeah. The old Alex Jones. I believe. Dipsy doodle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm bankrupt though. <laughs> Sorry. That piece of shit. Um, so I did read a couple articles where, yeah, Mr. Caldwell Kirby had said that um, he he didn't have the I money. I sell my vacation property. Yeah. So um, he also declined to comment. Um, I bet. Because there's nothing you can say <laughs> besides I suck as a human uh, and a pastor. <laughs> like, what? Uh, yeah, he didn't comment. Neither did his lawyer. Uh, Bishop Scott Jones of the Texas Annual Conference of the United Methodist Church said that Mr. Caldwell had taken, and I quote, extraordinary steps to repair the damage caused by his behavior, end quote. So I'm like, I was reading that and I thought, well, what? Like, what strides have you taken besides, like, apologizing? I don't know. Right. Like, I don't know that an apology is going to make me feel better that you ripped off my grandparents, you know, and stole right. all of that their retirement pay money. their electric no. bill or Mm-mm. their nursing home money. Nope. Oh, nope. Um, you know, That's and gross. if he's complaining that he doesn't have the money, then where is that? Like you said, to your point, where is that money going to come from? The money went so. to the Caymans is my guess. Probably. Uh, I wouldn't That's doubt gross. it. You know, um, I mean, again, shame, shame. <laughs> they can walk through the courtyard yes. while we throw tomatoes and, like, and okay, run. He wouldn't care. <laughs> Like, I'm sitting pretty when I get out of prison. Um, I'm going to the Caymans or wherever. (laughs) Yeah, it was interesting because I seen, like, where there was a lot of, like, youth programs and stuff that he had started up and supported during his time, you know, leading up to this actual uh, scheme that him and Mr. Smith had went in on. But um, so, like, it's, it's one of those things where you're like... He's not all bad. Like, he's done some good for the community. Um, and he just was like, fuck it. I don't know. Like, what causes a person? A vacation home and <laughs> these fancy, fancy cars. cars. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, what causes a person to be like, this sounds like a good idea. Right. And then they follow through with it and end up in this position. 
I'm not sure. Um, I know we've talked about this many times on this podcast um, in various different episodes where, you know, sometimes we'll say like this person is just straight up a piece of shit. And then other times we're like, there's gray areas of bad and um, where somebody could be both good and bad right like maybe they well, obviously he was like holding it in like not acting like <laughs> his, you know like, i mean that's a pretty big leap he's though. like here's my mask of good but and i'm really like, spoiled you know on the inside maybe that guy like come on you should do it yeah it could be i don't know like you know like was he massaging him did he get some information on him maybe and then used it to be like you got to help me with this i don't know like who knows <laughs> maybe he'll write a book maybe he read a jacket and then that gave him an idea <laughs> Jane Jacket. Oh, God. Um, so Mr. Smith, for his part, he pleaded guilty in 2019 to conspiracy to commit wire fraud and was sentenced in November to six years in prison, followed by three years of supervised oh, release. Oh, more. Mm-hmm. Because I think he was like the mastermind. Yeah. So, I mean, I would think so. Yeah. Um, Yet they're not pointing fingers at each other, which I think is interesting, because usually that's what happens. They'll flip on one another, yeah, yeah and testify. Oh, no, it was him. Oh, no, it was him. Uh-huh. Now, he was the one who was leading yeah, the whole but thing. but they're like, okay, you got us. I know. <laughs> we, don't even have, we don't even have a statement to make because it's so obvious that we did this. Because we're bad. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we Mr. Suck. And here's the interesting part. So Mr. Smith was also ordered to pay about $3.5 million in restitution and a fine of 100000 so, so how does that work? Like, do they garnish you? Or can you just say, I don't have that money? I don't know. Well, I know from, like, um, other previous cases, like, they've seized assets, right? And then auctioned right, then them off. But you get pennies get on the dollar. Um, yeah, you don't get... for a horse saddle. <laughs> That maybe somebody paid a hundred thousand dollars for, yeah, or custom horse saddle, um, for a particular person. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're not gonna probably garner all the money back that that it would have actually been worth, um, but they'll get some money back. And then I'm assuming, I don't, you know, whatever job they might get while they're um, being detained or incarcerated you know and they're making um five dollars a week or something that money's probably going towards <laughs> yeah, the institution <laughs> um... but you know maybe they'll get out um once they're released and do some good and do some speaking engagements get paid and then that money will go towards the restitution like some other people that um we've covered in the past so <laughs> who shall remain nameless Yes. Um, so some of the articles that we got the information from was uh, New York Times, the, of course, the Department of Justice, um, of Business course. Insider. Um, we had looked up various articles to get our information, but that is basically uh, the down and dirty on Kirby and Greg. <laughs> down and dirty. Down and dirty. With Kirby. There's our our uh, title. With Kirby. <laughs> down and dirty with Kirby. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I seen, uh, you brought up Alex Jones. I seen that uh, the judge ordered him to pay like almost 50 million to the families. Punitive. I was like, Finally. Ha, ha. Yeah. Did you see any of that stuff like 
First of all, his lawyer sent two years of text messages. What? That seems hilarious. Yeah. Well, at first he was trying to deny that he's never said anything. Right. And but then, then he's like, do you know what perjury is? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, have you seen like on t- Twitter, people put the Curb Your Enthusiasm music to that? Oh, really? So oh, my God. No, I didn't see that. <laughs> and then that. his face, he's like, oh. Well, you know, like there's been multiple times. Like I remember when he, um, there was uh this actually happened like several years ago. I can't even, I would have to go back and look up. Um the uh veteran's name but they had died but they were gay and he had come out on one of his episodes and talked shit about them so people literally showed up at the funeral and they were protesting that the veteran was gay alex jones is repellent he's fucking disgusting he should not have any sort of platform and i think it couldn't happen to a more deserving person well and the family in that instance had sued him and then nothing came of it because they were like he's protected by first amendment and i was like what the fuck so then um you know of course he's continued on that trajectory and um has been talking about how uh sandy hook is a hoax which uh, we all know that that's fucking bullshit. That shit really happened. Um, but, you know, uh, thinking about, because I've been watching them go back and forth in court uh, uh, with him, you know, the shit that he says on his show, like, have caused them to have, like, death threats yeah. and just horrible stuff yeah. happening like to them. Like, they didn't have a bad enough. Yeah, now like, they have that on top of it. people alone, you fucking ghoul. Yeah. Disgusting. Uh, so when that decision finally came out, I was like, "Yeah, fucking right, you piece of shit." Mm-hmm. Sorry, I I'm hope this bankrupts sorry. you. <laughs> I, hope I don't it bankrupts think it's him. enough. <laughs> I think he should be uh, banished somewhere. Yeah, so, um, disgusting. I wish he would go back to the hole he crawled out from under. Um, I was, I mean, I know he, there's been other times when he's had to come forward and say, like, he was just making that shit up. Um, but uh, I don't know that it's enough. Um, no, it's like when they they sued Tucker Carlson or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're like, nobody would believe I'm telling the truth. It's entertainment. It's like what yeah you're on what's reported as a news channel pushing out bullshit so (sighs) okay please put out the poll of where should i move (laughs) what country what do you think everyone so dumb um I can't. Um, I cannot. I cannot. It's stressing me out. Yeah, that was a good decision, though. So for real. Um, do better. Okay. Uh, before we end, I also have another PSA about drive up. continuation oh my god okay go ahead actually happened to someone i work with uh when you do drive up at a certain (laughs) store this is like tips for (laughs) for grocery shopping drive up okay go ahead uh it'll say i can't i guess i'm not supposed to talk about specifics of the store so um if you go through an app Okay. Okay. And then you say, like, I'm coming. I'm on my way to pick up my stuff. Oh, can you do that? That's how we know. That's how you're supposed to do it. Oh, okay. And then that's how we know that you're coming and we pull your order. 
Oh, okay. To so prep then it. it's waiting for you. Gotcha. So then you're not sitting out there while we're pulling time. all your stuff. Gotcha. But there's people that drive to the store and then pull up and then say, I'm on my way. I'm here. <laughs> they and say, I'm on. They click the I'm on my way button and then immediately, like two seconds later, I'm say, I'm here. Yes. And, and then, then you're like, okay. We affectionately call these people teleporters. <laughs> Teleporters. In the biz. That's what they're called. In the biz. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, okay. Which is okay if you have one thing, but if you have a cart full of stuff, it can be quite problematic, especially when one person's working, mm. the drive-up area. Okay. And then we have other people we're pulling for. It's just not, it's not ideal. Yeah, so, I could see that. A lady did that, pulled up. I'm coming, I'm here. So the person working (laughs) pulled their stuff and took it out there. Okay. And said, hey, could you please, you know, like when you leave your house, say I'm coming so then we can pull your stuff so you're not waiting. Yeah. Trying to help them out. And this person said, (gasps) Uh oh, what the fuck you cunt. (gasps) Or no, go fuck yourself, cunt. No way. And drove away. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, Lord. So this is how people are treating people. Fuck you. And I think that person should be banished from ever doing drive-up again. Oh, my God. Why? Exactly. Uh, and she had her kids in the car. Oh, the wow. And she said that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, man. The entitlement out there right now. So. My PSA is don't be like that. <laughs> don't be that person. <laughs> I mean, in what world is that acceptable behavior? Uh, like no world. Right. You shouldn't be doing that. Don't be treating people like that, man. Right. Spread the word, okay? So. You can use the C word. I'm all about that. But use it for <laughs> appropriate people. C word, but only okay? when it's merited. Yes. And not, that is not merited. Not for somebody who's like... Literally trying to help you out, maybe, so you exactly. don't have to sit there longer. Exactly. So now, if I ever see that person's name, I am not taking their stuff out. You nope. can tell the manager. Nope. That person's back here. Nope. Nope. Yeah, forget it. So much nope. Are you kidding me? Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm on your side with that so, one. That's pretty repulsive. Yeah. So... You should be ashamed of yourself. Exactly. You Who there. does that? Uh, she does it. <laughs> Put some soap in your dirty mouth. <laughs> your dirty mouth. And walk your lazy ass uh, into the store for your shit. Because we're not taking it. That is... I don't get paid enough for that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm with you. How did the person what? feel, the worker, the staff She member? was, like, shocked. Mm. She told me about it. This had happened, like, a few days before, and she told me, and she was still, like, shocked. And like, I was like, oh, no. Who is this? <laughs> I'm going to research this. The next time I go in there, I'm looking. I'm going to try and find this person oh or get her, like, banned from shopping. That's drive up because that is not that is ridiculous that's bad no well on behalf of all humankind (laughs) on behalf of the human race i I, just like to say i apologize (laughs) that we could do better (laughs) Uh, there's some hope out there um 
So yeah. don't do that, people. Yeah, don't be that Appreciate person. people that are trying to help you. Yeah. That's well, also the other thing I'd like to say. Mm-hmm. When you're mad, like a little baby, because uh, it's taking too long for your stuff to be ready, and you only ordered one thing, but <laughs> it's over two hours of Lemonade. a wait for freaking walk your little feet inside and get it yourself and then live your life okay like none of these items are life threatening yeah we're not withholding your insulin or something yeah it's just your lemonade The, the entitlement is exactly right i know man it's getting bad out there it sure is. It's getting bad. Again, I blame social media where we think everything we think and say is of utmost importance. <laughs> and I'm here to say it isn't. I want to be heard. Yeah. Yeah. But you will listen to me talk about my latte and how it was cold <laughs> or whatever. I said no foam. <laughs> you gave me extra foam. No foam, cunt. Oh, uh, go fuck yourself, cunt. I know. This um, is now how we talk about how we talk to people. Ooh, that's bad. That's bad stuff. If that was me, ooh, for real, ooh. for real. Yeah, no. Um, Sorry. So, having said that, <laughs> talk about ending on a high note. I know. Um, I would like to sing our jingle one more time. <laughs> podcast, podcast girls. I wanna be a podcast girl. Our jingle. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, well, um, we tangented a little bit on the end there, but we hoped you appreciated. I think it's more of like a TED Talk ending. It is. A yeah. little PSA. Mm-hmm. How to be a better person. Yeah. By Patty Popcorn. Uh, oh, by <laughs> speaking of that, Ooh. a TED Talk, um, we follow uh, Michael, Mr. A Plus, on Instagram. Uh, and he's from Love on the Spectrum. Oh, I love him. He is doing a TED, a TED talk, X right? Te- yes, yeah. yeah, I seen that, and I was like super excited for him. So look him up. Um, he's amazing. He's Australian. such a positive. Yep, he's such a positive person. He's hilarious. He's so I cute. Love him. I just want to hug him. I know. I know. Um, so uh, super excited. Congratulations, yeah. Mr. A plus. Um, so that's how we're going to end this episode. <laughs> Not a, about crazy people. On a people. real high note of angels who live amongst yes, us. Yes. Um, doing the good work. All right, people. Um, again, like and subscribe. Follow. Uh, follow. Um, I know nobody's going to email us, so it's fine. <laughs> I'm over it. <laughs> I don't even want an email. <laughs> But we I will... get enough email, dude. I don't really care. <laughs> I know junk mail. Um... <laughs> so we will see you on the next episode. Yeah. Um, that one's going to be uh, dedicated to our daughter. So she sent us that one. Okay. Dedicated. <laughs> I don't know if I want it. Yeah, I know. She's going to be like, ew. Uh, <laughs> suggested. Recommended yes, by. Um, Dedicated's just creepy. Dedicated. <laughs> dedicated. Body trade for you, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll catch you on the next episode. <laughs> Bye. Bye.